pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. The manhunt for Brian Laundrie, the so-called boyfriend of Gabby Petito, found dead in Wyoming, goes on. This as yet another sighting of Brian Laundrie emerges. This not too far from the Laundrie home there in Northport. We now know one place the feds are hiding out. Take a listen to our friends at WFLA Cut 346. New tonight, a New York man was allegedly held at gunpoint by federal authorities because he was mistaken for Brian Laundrie. That's according to a report by The New Yorker. The magazine claims Severin Beckwith and his partner were in a North Carolina hotel when U.S. Marshals confronted them with guns drawn. Both were hiking the Appalachian Trail. That's the same area where multiple Brian Laundry sightings have been reported. Well, now we know where some of the feds are anyway. The U.S. Marshals are apparently staking out the Appalachian Trail with me, an all-star panel to break it down and put it back together again with another sighting in Florida, literally as we go to air with video. Where is Brian Laundry? How has he managed to elude authorities and escape justice? Who, if anyone, is helping him? This as a lawsuit has now been filed against Brian Laundrie's father. And why are authorities still searching the Carlton Reserve? Again, I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thanks for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. With me, renowned psychiatrist, joining me out of the Atlanta jurisdiction, Dr. Angela Arnold at AngelaArnoldMD.com, founder, director of the Cold Case Research Institute, Cheryl McCollum at ColdCaseCrimes.org, professor of forensics, Jacksonville State University, author of Blood Beneath My Feet, and the star of a new hit on iHeart, podcast body bags with joseph scott morgan with me and boy do we need an expert on this lee reber he's going to tell you everything you want to ever know about burner phones stingrays surreptitious modes of communication electronically mobile device forensic expert coo of oxygen forensics inc author of get ready mobile forensic investigations a guide to evidence collection analysis and presentation okay i need to sit down now after i read all that oxygen.forensic.com lee reber you got to come up with a shorter cv for this program of course we've got masa saidi special guest joining us investigative reporter wfla tv on the scene and a very special guest Longtime lawyer, and if you don't recognize his name, you may recognize the title Midnight Express, where a very young lawyer is on his travels and somehow gets tied up in a Turkish prison with an inmate who miraculously escapes, I'm sure, through no help from his lawyer, Michael Griffith, who has now gone on to become a renowned 
and I really mean that, international criminal defense attorney Michael Griffith at michaelgriffithlawyer.com because I'm curious what country, a country that Brian Laundrie could actually get to that is feasible, such as Mexico, Cuba, Costa Rica, if they are harboring a U.S. fugitive, would they help the fugitive? Would they help the U.S.? And how do you actually do that? The mechanics of going DEFCON 4 in another country. Is Laundry that smart? Obviously not. But his parents are very smart. First of all, what about the Appalachian Trail takedown of uh, this guy, this New Yorker, not Brian Laundry. Take a listen. Kara, if you could play our cut 347 from News Nation Now. There was this guy hiking with his girlfriend uh, about a week and a half ago on the trail. They decided to check into a small hotel for the night. Next thing they know, they say they're asleep. There's a pounding on the door, and it's the U.S. Marshals with their guns drawn. They handcuffed the man. They believed he was Brian Laundrie. They say they got three or four different calls uh, reporting that it may have been Brian Laundrie. They did a fingerprint check right there on the spot uh, and realized it wasn't him. So that's one thing I'm learning, Cheryl McCollum, is that they are doing their fingerprints right there on the scene to determine if it's Brian Laundry. So we know one place the feds are hiding out, uh, showing up once there's a signing of Brian Laundry. Where else are they, Cheryl McCollum? I think they're everywhere, Nancy. I think they are sitting on go that if they have a viable credible sighting, they're going to hit it, and they're going to hit it with full force with the marshals. You know, apparently it's believed that Brian Laundrie can blend in. Can we just get real for a moment? Michael Griffith, a lot of your <clears throat> clients blend in. They end up uh, across international waters in other countries, and only when they've been living anonymously anonymously for some period of time and they get busted, do you get called in? How do they do it, Michael Griffith? Don't name any of your clients as if you would, but how do they blend in? Well, because they're not Brian Laundry, and their, and their um, pictures have not been in the newspapers. You know, Nancy, I've been following this case very closely because I live in the Hamptons, maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes from where uh, um, the Petito family Gabby. lives. Mm-hmm. And I'll, t- I'll tell you where he's not. He's not in a foreign country. There have been reports he went to Freeport or maybe Mexico. You know, Nancy, nowadays you can't get on a a trailways or a Greyhound bus without showing identification. In order to get into a foreign country nowadays, and, and in fact, I, I've had cases in uh, in Freeport, uh, you have to have a passport. You well, I mean, of course you have, because you, you and I got a- into it on a Tortola <laughs> case, if you'll recall that, which I might add, they did it, but go ahead. So why do you, why, but it's not just Brian Laundry, Michael Griffith, and I agree with you, Laundry on his own, no, he's not going to make, he can't do it. He can't pull it off. But Brian Laundry, with the help of his parents, who are pretty darn smart, may be able to pull it off. Well, they, but they still, you know, one of the reports that he left his ID at his house to get into a foreign country. Now you need a PCR test within 72 hours. You need a tourist card and you need a passport. I believe that he's in the United States. I believe that he didn't commit suicide because if he did, he could have done it in his house. He didn't have to go to a reserve and leave the family car, which could have been vandalized or stolen. I believe that he had some help, that he's he's in a hall, he's in a safe house somewhere because he obviously doesn't have uh, that much money. That's why he, he went into Gabby's uh, ATM. ATM well, he doesn't have the money, Michael Griffith, but his parents have the money. Uh, Mas- Hold on, Michael. Masa Saidi joining me right there on the scene where they are still searching Carlton Reserve. There's got to be a reason why, and I want to know why. Uh, Masa, um, speaking of the parents, they are in the beverage industry. <laughs> I don't mean liquor. I mean juicing, uh, smoothies. Don't they service smoothie machines or juicing machines 
all over? Is that what they do? You know, we're still working to confirm that for ourselves, Nancy, but that is what some of the reporting out there has stated. I can tell you that it's been very quiet at the parents' house in the past couple of days. It just came out to install what appeared to be a doorbell camera, but uh, they're staying inside. They're just not coming out. A doorbell cam? They're putting that up now? Why not have it up when Brian Laundry took off so we would have an idea about when it really was? That's a day late and a dollar short. I guess they're angry about the protesters. I don't blame them for that. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Back to you, Michael Griffith, international criminal lawyer. You're talking about he needs a COVID test and a tourist card and a passport. That's for you and me, okay? That's what we would need because we're not fugitives. I mean, how you get in the country, you think everybody going back and forth the, the Mexican border has a passport and a COVID test? Seriously? No. So once you get there, how do you blend in? I mean, Olivia Newton-John's boyfriend has been living in Mexico for, what, eight or nine years now, and we still haven't found him. So what about it, Michael Griffith, when your clients get to these countries, how do they stay under the radar? Remember Ethan Couch, the kid that had affluenza, mowed down about five people, killing a couple, leaving the others paralyzed? The only way he got caught, because he's an idiot, he used his own cell phone to order pizza at a five-star resort. Hello, of course he's caught. But this guy's parents are not idiots, Michael. They could pull it off. Nancy, let me throw the question back at you. How is he going to get into the foreign country? He can't fly in on a plane because you need identification. He can't rent a car because you need identification. The father obviously didn't drive him to Mexico and come back. That, that's thousands of miles round trip. Well, hold on. That leads me to my next question. Cheryl McCollum, how much of a lead did Brian Laundrie have? Nancy, I believe that he was gone possibly by September 8th, but we know he was gone by the 13th. We know that. So he had a major jump on law enforcement as far as I'm concerned. Okay, the sighting that has uh, turned out to be wrong, where the U.S. Marshal rousted some guy out of a motel bed on the Appalachian Trail, that's just the beginning. As we're going to air another sighting uh, of a guy that looks like Brian Laundry, and there's a video of it. I'm looking at the video over with our friends at Harvey Levin at TMZ, pedaling along a country road purposely out of view on an old rickety bike. Sounds stolen. Take a look at it. You can look it up at TMZ. And this is in 
Dunellen, Florida, a tiny town three hours north of Laundry's hometown of Northport. On this one, I agree with Michael Griffith. I think that's a lot more possible. What do you know, Joe Scott Morgan? You're joining us from Florida. What can you tell us? Yeah, Nancy, looking at this image, I have to say that uh, it does bear some kind of a resemblance to him. He's wearing a baseball cap. He has a thin beard, uh, dark uh, uh, sweatshirt, and also kind of khaki-looking pants. But the most striking thing about the image, Nancy, is the fact that he has on what appears to be a new or newer survival backpack. backpack. This is not this is not a backpack you would send your kids to school with. This is something that's rather robust. It's thick. Uh, it has some height to it, and you can pack a lot of gear in it. And if you just take a look at the backpack, it almost looks like it's newly purchased, Nancy. You know, you compare it to the bicycle and certainly compare it to his clothes. They look kind of wrung out and dingy, not that backpack. And as he is on this bike, it's what they call a sugar sand path. It's real rickety. It looks like a farm road. It's got ruts in it. Yeah, it's you know what tiny, about that, Joe yeah. Scott? A lot of people are saying, well, he can't ride a bike. That's not true. He's no. riding it. It's, it's like riding through a ton of sugar. That's yeah, what yeah. that sand is like. It's so <clears throat> soft. Um, okay, to you, Cheryl McCollum joining us, forensics expert, coldcasecrimes.org. Cheryl, weigh in. Well, the first thing is this is the first video we've had. People said they've seen him without photographs. Then we've had some pretty grainy looking images. This is the first video of a possible sighting. Um, so we're glad for that. Is it him? I mean, I tend to think he's more than three hours north from his parents' home after a month. But who knows? And again, every single sighting that is credible should be checked out. Everyone. Guys, we are talking about the manhunt going on right now for Brian Laundry. And believe it or not, apparently the search is still going on within Carlton Reserve. Take a listen to our friend Steve Fabian, Inside Edition, Hour Cut 344. A new twist in the search for Brian Laundry as police bring in a canine cadaver dog trained to find human remains. The three-year-old black Labrador named Diesel searched the vast swamp where it's claimed Brian Laundry went hiking and never returned. Now, repeated searches of the 40-square-mile swamp have so far turned up nothing and reportedly cost $1.5 million. You know, I, I love it how... Uh, it's always thrown out how much a search is going to cost. That's why we pay taxes for things just like this. Because if it was my child and I thought the child was suicidal out in the middle of some swamp, I would expect the police to go and search. Bam. So they always put a price tag on it to make people think, hey, it's not worth it. It is worth it. Um I want to go now to a special guest joining us. But first, uh, back to you, Cheryl McCollum, Dr. Angie, Michael Griffith, Joe Scott, Masa, everybody weigh in on this question. Um, I don't think there's any way that Brian Laundrie has eluded police this long without the help of his parents. It's got to be his parents. Has to be them. There's nobody else that has talked to him. The sister Cassie hasn't talked to him. The Petitos certainly haven't talked to him. According to people that know him, he's kind of a loner. Uh, now we know coworkers say he was a, quote, weirdo. I don't know what that means. But all he has is his parents. Well, they have Nancy, to be helping. What? Jump in. And Nancy, think about something. Who is he going to trust? Their circle is very small right now. Of course, he's not reaching out to anybody else to help him because, holy cow, what if somebody got to that other person and paid them some money to, to say where he was? It has to be his parents that are helping him out. So what about it, Cheryl? I think September the 11th is the most critical date because up until then, if he had lied to everybody that Gabby went on by herself to Yosemite with a friend, fine. September 11th changes that for Cassie and the parents. That's when law enforcement contacted them. Since September 11th, not Cassie or her parents have searched for Brian. People love to say, oh, the dad is now joined the search. No, he hasn't. He went over there one day and pointed out a few trails. That's a tour. That ain't no search. Nancy, Nancy, Michael, 
Michael Griffith, Michael Griffith here. I would opine that because of the police scrutiny, the FBI scrutiny, there's no way that the parents are in touch with him or can, could give him any kind of assets. Because as you know, if you lie to the FBI, that's a crime. They can't be sending him money but by an, by an ATM machine. So the question is, how could they be helping him at this point? Nancy, I think I, the only Nancy, way that I think they yeah. can help him is the planning, getting in yeah. the equipment, getting him burner phones and getting him to a launch start where he started his journey away from the police. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. So is he or is he not in the Appalachian Trail? Take a listen to our cut 325. This is our friends at Fox News talking to the Petito Schmidt families, and they have an idea where he could be. Listen. I'm not certain, but I would think that he's in an area like the Appalachian Trail or a campground where he can live off the land because he had those skills. I don't know for how long, but he did have those skills. What type of skills did he have? I mean, we don't know Brian Laundrie. You knew him for a number of years, it sounds like. I mean... He was an outdoorsman. He, yeah. So he loved camping, so backpack camping, so basically whatever you could put on your on your back and carry into the woods. Uh, he and Gabby had done that a few times. They had some trips like that, which you know, that was a little bit more worrisome to us, just going in into a campground, you know, when they did some areas in the Appalachian Trail. You know, you always hear stories about some things that go on there because it, it is in some desolate areas and, mm-hmm. and you worry about that but they they did a lot of trips like that why are they still searching carlton reserve out to Boston saidi why they've spent all this time and all this money there there's got to be a reason and that's what a lot of people are saying we did see a flurry of activity last week including cadaver dogs at that scene and i know that some outlets including inside edition are reporting that a million and a half dollars has been spent on this search. I can tell you that uh, there was more than 70 uh, men on site searching for Brian Laundry in the initial stages. We believe that the search is ongoing every single day, even if we don't spot activity. Like today, we did not spot activity, but it's very vast just because we don't see it and the usual spots does not mean that it's not happening. Just two quick points regarding what you guys were talking about earlier. September 11th, when Northport PD went to the house, they did not see Brian. So we cannot say that is when he was last seen. Also, last week, I got some new information from the attorney. He told me that uh, Brian Laundry left September 13th, and he says that Chris Laundry went out to the reserve on September 13th to look for Brian Laundry, didn't find him, went back home. The next day, Chris and Roberta went out together. Uh, they saw that the car was parked. 
They saw that there was a notice on it uh, that it might get towed by Northport police. They both spent some time looking for Brian on the trail. They could not find him. They went home again. And the attorney told me that it was on the 15th that they went back and they picked up the car because they were worried that it might get towed. So a little bit of information. The parents now apparently had been searching for him since the 13th, according to the attorney. Lee Reber, the mobile device forensic expert at Oxygen Forensics, Inc. Lee, I got a lot of questions because I don't believe that Brian Laundrie can survive on his own. I think he has guidance and direction from his parents. Money, support, everything. All he has to do is last a period of months without getting caught, and he's home free because this is going to die away from the headlines. People are going to stop looking for him. I think he has altered his appearance and may have done so before he left home. But I think he's got to stay in touch with his parents, and I think he must be doing it by burner phone. To go into an internet cafe or a public library, way too risky. So tell me how that would work, Lee, B- Lee Rebert, without him getting detected. Yeah, well, you know, honestly, uh, a burner phone back in the day used to be a flip phone. You know, you have a SIM card in it. Now you can go into any convenience store, Walmart. I can go pick one up for 30 bucks. I can pay with a gift card. Uh, it's they're no longer it used to be there. Uh, there was a lot more scrutiny. They have locked up. Whoa, 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 wait, what, 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 too, too fast. What? Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is, uh, a burner phone now, simply, it used to be a flip phone, right? Uh, now we're talking, Hey, look at it. It could be an Android device that I could get for $30 at any store. I could go in, I could grab it. I could have someone else grab it. I, it, I can go steal it. I can go to a pawn shop. Now, it has Wi-Fi access. I can go, I can walk around. Wi-Fi is everywhere. I can go and have that information. And people aren't, aren't really, they're thinking, they're concentrating on cell sites. Okay, that's great. But I can go and communicate with someone through Words with Friends, uh, Clash of Kings, any application that they're trying to look and think about email. They're trying to think about text messages. I can okay, communicate whoa, with Okay, wait, okay. You know what? Pretend you're speaking a foreign language and nobody speaks it. Explain what you're talking about. For instance, not everybody knows what is Class of Kings. Sure, sure. So uh, just think of any game, any game that you utilize on your your phone, right? So Words with Friends. It's a Scrabble game. And the Scrabble game, you play with random people. You play with other people. You might have played with your parents. You might have played with your friends. Well, a part of these applications, I can communicate via messages. Actually, messaging app is built within these games. So if I'm communicating within these, no one's really going to either detect that or look for that. A lot of times uh, when people are doing forensic examinations, they're not looking for these types of applications for communication. They're concentrating on things that are messengers or emails. And so it's, it's think back. Um, when uh, a lot of information came out of how terrorists were communicating with each other through email, but they would simply leave it in draft so that it was never sent, but they each had the login credentials so that they're able to actually log in and actually read the emails that are stored within drafts. So it's the same thing if we start talking about now we have with these third-party messaging applications for communication. So it's, it's honestly very easy to communicate with someone without other people knowing. If you think linear, if you're thinking just upon messaging, our standard iMessage or SMS or email. And I think that that becomes an issue with the investigation. And, you know, to your point about burner phones, it's extremely easy to, to obtain these. You know, I, I, obviously I'm making assumptions. Parents could have burner phones that aren't necessarily uh, tracked to them. Law enforcement might not know about them, and they're using these to communicate. Okay, let me ask you a question right there. Lee Rebra, I I feel like I'm drinking out of the fire hydrant. You're giving me so much information at once, I can't take it all in. Uh, For instance, here are some of the questions that our listeners and viewers have sent me on Facebook. Do you have to register for for a burner phone? How do you pay for a burner phone? Are they paid for in cash or credit card? Can they be traced? Why or why not? 
How many hours do you have on a burner phone? How much data? Do you have to have Wi-Fi? Can you just lock, can you send text messages or messages with just a cell? Let's just start with those. Go ahead. Sure. That's a lot of questions. Yep. So uh, just to come back onto uh, with a burner, sure, I could go in and I could pick one of those up. Do I have to give? Do I have to give my driver's license to pick that up? No. Not at all. I can go and obtain that. Do I have to go and sign up for the service that might come with it? Say track phones, one of them. Do I have to sign up to be able to utilize that? Well, if I want to use the cell side of that, sure, sure. But I can get the, and just simply use them because they all are going to be utilizing Wi-Fi. Okay, wait, stop. So you're saying he would have to sign up for the Wi-Fi service? Uh, So, no, the Wi-Fi service, if I wanted to use that. I mean, cell service. A cell service. Yeah, someone you're, you would have to say, have to, yeah, the SIM card. If I want to activate that, I can activate that. Yes. But and can't you do that in cash and give a fake name? Uh, yes. So there's no real, now, there's not, now, let me go back. there's no clue left behind. I could go in. How, how many hours, uh, let's just say Verizon, can you put on a burner at a time? Oh, you can, uh, as in hours to communicate and talk? Yes. Yes. It depends. I mean, is it, it, how much you want to pay, right, uh, to get that uh, service? Four hundred dollars. How many oh, hours yeah. will Month. that burner last? Months. And if they paid that in cash under the name Jackie Howard, then that would not be traceable back to them. And you can get it at a pawn shop. If you get a burner at a pawn shop, can you also get your cell service activated at a pawn shop? Now, the interesting thing is, so if I went to, here's another, if I went to a pawn shop, I get a, I, I get a phone. The phone's unlocked, which means it allows me to put a SIM card into it from any, any carrier. I can then walk into a store and simply buy a SIM card. So now I've purchased a phone at a pawn shop. I now have a SIM card from uh, a different store. Or Let's I go, go in and I take that. Okay, you get a SIM card sure. at Quick Trip. Then what do you do? Yep. Yeah, I can go and yeah, if you have a SIM card, I can I can slap that in and every SIM card comes with uh it depends upon the carrier. But it comes with say 30 minutes of talk time and 30 minutes of Wi-Fi. If I had a whole bunch of SIM cards that I've stolen, I'd be I can I could utilize all those. And you don't have to register with a cell service? You will you will register with a cell service. To get tech, which means that, okay, if I went in and I stole this and I can go in and I could put the SIM card into this, it will allow me to, to activate it. Now, and by some, activating, you register. Correct. Correct. So the That's whole correct. registration process isn't like I go up to the counter and go, hi, I want to register for Verizon with this SIM correct. card. You just stick the SIM card in and you're in business. You could you, you register with that, obviously, and you have, there's already prepaid time that would be in within that SIM card itself. Now, some of the stores have started the activation process of once you purchase that, it activates it much like a gift card. So they have their some- That's a good some- comparison. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. High Five Casino Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com. 
the hottest games right from Vegas, and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Another theory I've got. Masa Saidi, remember when the parents drove, I don't know, 90 miles to Jacksonville to speak to their lawyer and they coincidentally stopped at a public library? Yeah. I thought that was too much of a coincidence. Why would you stop at a public library and wander around until you see a reporter from Daily Mail following you and then you leave? I still say I think that they were trying to activate email outside of their home. Because they probably rightfully fear that their email and their phone calls are being surveilled. So they come up with a yep. fake email and then they have to go somewhere to access the email, Masa. Where was, what was that library? And they never made it to the computers. Right. Yeah. So they spent some time in the library and it was, it was very curious that they decided to meet with the attorney in Orlando, you know, trying to get away from just the intense media that was surrounding their home at the time. So uh, they chose to get out of the Tampa Bay area and drive over to Orlando for that appointment. Let me ask you this, Lee Reber and Joe Scott, Cheryl, Dr. Angie, Michael Griffith, everybody jump in with questions or comments. Um, we've got Nancy, X amount I, of time and I want to work it. What? I have a $64,000 question. Hit me. How, if he does have the burner phone, how could he possibly, and this is for Reva, how could he possibly communicate with the parents? Because I'm sure the FBI is monitoring uh, their phone and their emails. Because they have a burner phone yeah. too? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and, and the whole of going to, say, a public library, you know, every service, almost every third party service, if you think about WhatsApp, Telegram, Signal, every single one of those allows you to log in via computer. So if I'm communicating, I don't have to have a phone. Um, I can go in and log into the account that we have coordinated. And now I'm able to have all those messages, whether he's speaking to himself or just to have somebody else read this because they have the accounting information. There's, they've, there's got a, a, a they've got a burner phone. Hello. If they're yeah. going to go and get him a burner phone and a bunch of SIM cards, then they have a burner phone. Because, Nancy, I I've, mean, Nancy, yes, l- listen, I, I've had a couple of people ask me this question. and This is actually directed to you as well as to Lee. I, uh, people have asked me, is there any way by law that Brian Laundry could be in direct communication with this attorney? Yes, that's his attorney. Yeah. Isn't that right, Cheryl McCollum? Didn't he hire yeah, Bertolino the moment he got back in town? And that's one thing I wanted to talk about. The attorney is very careful to call himself the family attorney. Even though he's quoted the parents, he's never quoted Brian. But absolutely, all three of them can communicate with that attorney. That's why I believe they went there on that day because they were fixing to, you know, all four, you know, have a sit down. Well, you know, my, my thought was, was that, you know, he, he's on the lamb. He's wanted by the FBI. Is, is the attorney under any obligation to theoretically, theoretically turn him into the authorities? And Not I, unless I think he's that's going to question. commit another crime, right, Michael Griffith? Exactly. Yes. And you know something, the attorney will, will lose his ticket to practice if he tries to come up with any, um, any kind of uh, advice uh, to keep him on the lamb. But he is not under the duty to provide location information to the feds. No, no. Uh, no, that's why you have a lawyer to protect you, not hand you over like a Thanksgiving turkey on a silver platter. No, you're you're right, Joe Scott. So tell the questioners that the lawyer, Bertolino, has no duty at all to reveal the whereabouts of Brian Laundry if, in fact, he knows, but I guarantee you they're communicating either through burner phone or through another type of account, not their regular emails. And Lee Reber with me from Auction Forensics, Inc. Lee, can you just address a stingray? Because my question is, if the parents are using a burner within their home, which I doubt because they're probably afraid the home is tapped. But if they are using a burner or if they have the burner turned on 
in their home, could a Stingray device, which is really like a little mobile saddle, a little mobile uh, cell tower, would it pick up the burner phone number? And if so, find out who was texting and what is being texted to that number. Yeah, I mean, you could call it a cell site simulator, right? Um, sort of the man in the middle. And, it, you know, obviously anything that would be coming out of that and attaching to that cell tower, um, in air quotes, yeah, sure. That could be the, the information, the uh, international mobile subscriber identity, which is would be on the SIM card, um, as well as the IMEI, which is the mobile equipment identifier, which would be for the phone. They'd be able to take that information and go back to obtain, they call detail records of information from that. So that is, it is definitely possible to do that. Um, if I say, they have the burner on in the home and that burner could reveal any false or pseudo email addresses that they are utilizing. Um, Dr. Angie Arnold, a lot of people say, wow, you know what? That's complicated. First of all, it's not complicated to go pick up burner phones at a pawn shop and then go to T-Mobile or wherever and get some uh, SIM cards. That's not hard at all. He, they could get him 20 SIM cards. They're this big and he could easily carry them to stay in touch. Would they do it this morning? Dr. Angie, my daughter, Lucy, said, I said, there's your phone. Take it to school. They can't have it turned on at school. And she said, I'm just going to leave it at home. I'm like, no, no. What if you need me? You need to be able to call me and I need to be able to find you at all times in case you're in trouble. So it was that quick. You want to tell me those parents sent him out without a way to communicate? And you know, Nancy, this all, all of this information leads back to what I said about Brian Laundrie when this first happened. He is a sociopath. Let's not forget that, okay? Okay, again, break it down, Angie. Not everybody got to go to medical school. Okay, this is so interesting, okay, Nancy? Sociopaths don't learn from their mistakes, okay? They use intelligence and charm and charisma to manipulate others. They try to control other people, with threats of aggression. They have very impulsive behavior. They lie for personal gain. Everything we're talking about here describes him as a sociopath. What what is burning inside of me every time I read another thing about this family is, what are his parents like? I want to know how he became a sociopath, how he was raised, and what his parents are like. Speaking are of the family, good thoughts, Cheryl McCollum. What's happened to Sister Cassie? Cassie has been such a unbelievable person that gets weaved into this thing every five minutes, Nancy. Again, law enforcement contacts her on the 11th of September. She doesn't rush to her parents and say, we've got to go find Gabby. She doesn't say, you know, what in the world's going on? She stays away from her family and her brother. But at that point, she knows Gabby's formally missing. And what happens? The FBI comes and visits her and says, hey, don't talk to nobody. She goes on Good Morning America. The lawyer says, oh, by the way, Cassie did, you know, have a chance to talk to him because she was at the campsite. Well, then at that point, what happens again? Cassie ramps it up. Cassie puts herself back in this thing and says, "Okay, well, let me tell you what all went down at the campsite. We had this deep. We did that. You know, Brian, that ain't his car. That's a parent's car. They all came over here. She, to me, is somebody that they need to stay on top of. She's the only one willing to talk. She's the only one that I believe has information on just how involved the parents would be because she knows the dynamics of that home. I still don't have an answer from anybody, and I know we don't know definitively, but for Pete's sake, take a stab at it, okay? Why are they still searching Carlton Reserve? There has to be a reason they're still there. Okay. All right, here's my guess. Here's my guess. Mama gave us that. Mama gave us that location. Mama gave us the wrong date and the in the wrong location. But she pointed specifically to that reserve. If anything like a computer or um, Gabby's clothing, anything that could have been destroyed could very well be in that reserve. 
Joe Scott? I think it was a bum steer. Right. Oh, wait, 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 what, Michael Griffith? I think it was a bum steer. Totally. Um, but why are they still searching it? You have to well, ask them, Nancy. <laughs> what, Michael? Yeah, you have to ask them. I mean, um, how can the police Wait, did you actually this? just say you'd have to ask them? That is not I, helping me. That wasted well, I, 30 seconds of this program, Michael Griffith. Yes. What do you have please, to say for yourself? Please forgive me. I promise I won't do it again. <laughs> but, 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 but at this point, um, unless he's eating alligators and, and, and lapping it's up uh, putrid water, he's not in reserve. And, and regarding the burner phones, uh, unless he's having conversations with his parents, there's no way that they can get him any kind of access to money or, or, um, or, or bank accounts or things like that because the police would be on it right away. So mm. I don't see the, the parents. I don't know. He managed to get out of the house. And Nancy, I've been hearing a lot anybody. about people showing up down there with cadaver dogs. There's been no proof of that. They do have access. The Pasco County Sheriff's Office does have access to cadaver dogs, and I think they actually have one in their kennel. But if they are looking for a body, working in a swamp, looking for a body is very difficult because, and I'm going to throw some knowledge at you, the makeup of this swamp is pure organic material. That's vegetable material, everything else. And one of the things that's created in this environment is something called tannic acid. And when bodies break down in a swamp, it goes quicker than any other place. They could be getting negative hits out there relative if they're bringing dogs. Because to be blunt with you, bodies in swamps turn to soup. So if he's been down for a protracted period of time, there ain't going to be much left. Other but I mean, psychologically speaking, why, as Michael Griffith said, why would you go out into a nature reserve to kill yourself with the alligators? That contradicts everything uh, that we know about method and assessment of homicide and suicide. Just no, I, I don't see him going out there to kill himself. Dr. Angie, jump in. I don't see him going out there to kill himself either. OK, that goes against it really does go against everything else that he's showing. People that people that are sociopaths or that have antisocial personality disorder, they they say they might attempt suicide. They but talk they don't about it. it to get people's attention, but they don't do it. So, Masa, what uh, do you have any idea why they're still there? Yes, no. You know, I I think the interesting thing was when we saw them last week and they had on all this tactical gear. We were like, oh my god, what's happening? Like Twitter was blowing up, and then please, we don't we say saying, OMG on CS with NG. Okay? Oh, I apologize. <laughs> don't <laughs> drag um, him into this. Okay, go ahead. Um, and they said that they were doing a training exercise. So I've seen experts like training analyze that in a, in a different swamp. way. Yeah. So, uh, but didn't of, like, they go out with him, cadaver dogs, Masa? They did. The day before they went out with cadaver dogs, one day they went out with a cadaver dog, at least one, but there was uh, two different sheriff's offices with dogs on scene. Then the following day, we saw them in tactical gear. And then later in the day, Northport police said that they were just doing a training exercise. Right. So I didn't know what to think about that. Like, are they being efficient with their time? Are they? Okay. You know, what, why? I, I don't believe it's that. Confusing. It's just like they brought out cadets to help look for Chandra Levy's body. Yes, it was a training exercise, but also they were looking for her body. Okay, so I've got Michael Griffith, Dr. Angie, Cheryl McCollum. Any idea why they're at Carlton Reserve? Quickly, nutshell. I have no idea. Cheryl, that was for you. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, I believe because, oh, because Mama the pointed to the place. Right. But listen, you're right. You're right. I do think it was a red herring. I'm telling you, everything has been a lie. But did they go back and forth there? Yes. Could it possibly be they were getting rid of evidence? Yes. Keep in mind, no one, not law enforcement, not the attorney, nobody has seen Brian in person since before September 11th. And to Lee Reber. Lee, electronically, yeah, what's our best out. bet in trying yeah. to catch this guy? Um, well, let me throw that theory out, too, why they might be in that area. I'm sure they were dumping cell sites, which means that they go to each cell tower and they'll actually dump the information and data, which can identify. And so they're backtracking. They might have found, the, you know, when the parents uh, were going back and forth, their uh, phones registering. So they might be doing and trying to do some location work. And is how do you do the cell dump? Uh, so they'll identify the cell tower and then work with the cell carriers because multiple carriers can utilize. But the you don't tower. have to search 
Carlton Reserve a swamp with dogs to get the data done for the cell tower. Correct. They can, they can do all of that and have the information. My point is they might be using that as a directional a location uh, of last yes. location. Smart. Yeah. No, okay, guys, sure. I have all these papers of your questions and your notes uh, that we can't get to quickly enough, but I can tell you this much. It ain't over yet, and we are not stopping until we find Brian Laundry and bring him to justice. I want him alive. I want Brian Laundry in a court of law. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Overspending on Amazon? Earn while you shop with Drop. Earn rewards on every purchase, online or in-store. Download Drop now and use code DROP11 to get $5 in points. Get rewarded for shopping today. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's Best Hybrid Mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner.